Conversations with Dog. Hello. My name is Susie Gazi, and today I would like to talk with a dog. Hence, Nature Talks today is about talking to a dog. And I used to do many years of radio shows with my dog, Charlie, and he's still around. And I also have acquired a few more dogs to the family. And today the topic is about the anxious, hyperactive dog. And I thought I would uh, invite Carol to help me today with this particular show because she is a little bit like that. <laughs> she is definitely very hyperactive. She can definitely be easily spooked and, um, you know, is a little bit skittish. So I thought I invite her today to help us out a little bit with um, how we're going to be able to change that if we have a dog like that in our household. So um, first of all, all the labels you have given your dog, will you now please destroy and uncreate all that? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And if you don't know what this gibbery jew is that I just said, it's the clearing statement of access consciousness, and it allows the energy to go back to wherever the limitation was created and undo it. So if you want to know more about how these words work, um, please go to theclearingstatement.com and listen to Dr. Dane's explanation. It's wonderful. So, um, but you don't have to do this right now. You can stay here and listen to the show or however you want to do it. <laughs> so anyway, oh, there you are. You're also hyperactive, maybe, and OCD and all of that. So everywhere you're not acknowledging how OCD you are, will you destroy and uncreative, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So... um you can hear Charlie in the background, maybe. I'm not sure. He is grumbling a little bit because we've had coyotes in our neighborhood and it's mating season for them. So Charlie is very much on coyote patrol. Um, but besides that, let's, uh, let's dive into this. So, so again, every label you have given your dog, everywhere you have decided or concluded that the behavior is anxiousness, that the behavior is hyperactivity, and also that you don't know how to deal with it anymore, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Um, and right now, as I was running this clearing, Carol was giving me the information that in order for her to be calm, she needs to know that I am not anxious, that I am not going um, crazy or, or over something. So when I am being anxious about anything, it makes her more anxious. And so a lot of times what I see is when we're dealing with a dog that is hyperactive or anxious, we sometimes really feel overwhelmed and we don't know what to do. And so we start we start kind of going into this 
overwhelm and pushing the dog away, even just energetically, where we just don't want to do anything with the dog. And we just want to make sure that, ah, oh, please leave me alone. I can't handle this right now. And so a lot of times that's what we do. So what if you didn't have to do that anymore? And you might say, well, yeah, ha ha. Nice for you to say, but you don't have my dog at home. But everywhere you have decided that you can't do anything else with that situation but go crazy, will you destroy an creative please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what if you recognize that your dog is not doing this to make you crazy? So everywhere you've decided your dog is doing this against you, will you destroy an creative please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I know that one just too well. You know, you want to sit there, you want to read a book, you want to work on your computer, you want to do something, and your dog comes over and does just that. Or, you know, um, nudges you or just brings the toy and whatever it might be. And you're like, ah, oh, just leave me alone, just leave me alone. So what energy could you be instead that would actually give your dog a sense of peace? What I have noticed a lot of times is that when I flow energy to them, it calms them down. So right now, try that. So flow energy towards your dog. And you might ask, well, how do I do that? Well, just go ahead and do it. So flow energy through your body, towards your dog, through your dog. It's like a flow, a river flowing through you towards your dog and then through your dog. And just do that. Okay. And also while you're doing that, expand out in all directions. Expand out beyond the room you're in beyond the city you're in, beyond the country you're in, beyond the continent you're on, and now all the way into the universe and through the earth. And keep that energy flowing. And what if you could give your dog some information on how today will be for him or her? So what if you tell him exactly what is going to happen? Hey, I'm sitting here in front of my computer. In one hour, we will go out. Or whenever it is that you have some space to take your dog for a walk or to play with them, Give them that as an information and then please, 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 please don't be surprised if in an hour your dog comes to you and goes, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, because for some random reason they don't know what an hour is. <laughs> I can't explain this to you, but I've seen this over and over with my own dogs, with other people's dogs. 
if you tell them we're going to do this in two hours or in a couple hours we're going to do that it's like the dog will come to you around that time and will be like okay now 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 and you might be surprised at that so please keep your promise if you and if you cannot keep it then renegotiate but make sure you don't just ignore that because your dog will know and they will get frustrated if you keep promising things like that and then you don't deliver. So please make sure you do deliver. But so let's work with your dog a little bit more here. So, <clears throat> so tune into your dog. Okay, cool. So now what is creating the anxiety? Is that from this lifetime or another lifetime? And everything that is times a gazillion, will you destroy it on creative, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Sometimes these things get created at times that even the dog cannot really overcome it anymore through training because it's inaccessible to him also. It's from another time. It's so far away that it's really not accessible. So, again... Anything that created this in another lifetime, will you now please destroy and uncreate it? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And all the projections, expectations, separations, judgments and rejections that are put on you, will you destroy and uncreate it please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everything that doesn't allow you to have your body have the energy of calm, cool, and collected. Will you just try and uncreate all that, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, Carol was just saying to me, well, you may have a working dog. Okay, cool. So if you have a working dog, a dog that is really wired to work, which most of them actually are, it's just that some take this job, job more seriously than others. And with that, they can create a bit more of that, like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, um, energy that they have. And so if you have a working dog, first of all, ask his body or her body right now. So body, do you get enough exercise? Do you require more exercise? And then also, if you get a yes on that, what could that look like? What other exercise could we add? And how do we add that? Well, sometimes you say, oh, I'm already walking my dog enough. I can't do anymore. Well, um, there might be a possibility to get more energy out by using a bicycle. Is that an option? If it's not... Is it an option to go have your dog swim? Is it an option to hire somebody else to come over and take your dog for a second walk? Um, what is, what else is possible? Maybe somebody in the neighborhood has a dog that needs a playmate and you can have play dates. Um, where you maybe even drop your dog off and let them play. Some, sometimes also you can do that in a doggy daycare center. So, Explore some options. Don't give up immediately and go, oh, I've tried everything. Uh, there's always more. And ask your dog, what 
movement would you like? And some dogs, like if you have a herding dog, they really enjoy things like herding. So there are places where you can take your herding dog to herd sheep or herd cattle. You know, there are more and more places popping up all over the place where you can get your dog some exercise that way without necessarily training them to be a working dog, but to let some of that energy out. Some dogs are hunting dogs and they really, you know, they love the thrill of retrieving or chasing. And so how can you actually deliver that without them chasing everything in sight? How can you control that behavior in a way that actually works for both of you, but not by suppressing it, but by basically harnessing it and getting it so that you can call them off on command. And also at the same time, they don't necessarily have to suppress that. There is lots of dog sports that will support chasing, um, nose work. I mean, there are so many things you can look up and see if they are in your area, but please choose something that you have fun with also. And if you don't have fun with any of these things and you have a hyperactive dog, maybe also be willing to say, hey, are we a good match? Is this relationship working? We're so willing to do that when it comes to people, but when it comes to animals, we, we are very much like, oh, no, 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 we can't, you know, abandon our pet. But if you actually make an effort and find them a really awesome home where they get all the things that they need to be fulfilled, then aren't you doing them and you a favor? Rather than trying to calm your dog down and your dog is not calming down and you just have no fun having more activity in your life. So it's okay. Sometimes we are matched with animals that are not completely compatible. So it's okay. I mean, I'm not advocating that you dump them in the street. Find them a place that works for them and see what, you know, see if that creates more for both of you. And you can also ask the dog, hey, and please, oh gosh, this, <laughs> I'm opening a can of worms here. This is something a lot of times people say when I do consultations. Does my dog like me? Does my dog like being around and all of that? And I'm like, oh gosh, please don't go into the doubt. You know if this relationship is working, just like you would know with a person. If you're having all these things going on where you're like, oh, I'm not sure about this, then maybe this is the time to just acknowledge that and go, oh, maybe we're not the best pair. Maybe there is something else that would work better for me and also for my dog. So all the decisions, judgments, and conclusions you have come to with this, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And all the distractor implants of guilt and shame that come up with all of that, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Just because you may not be compatible with your dog doesn't mean you're a failure. So everywhere you decided that, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. 
What if you allowed yourself to really be brutally honest with you and just look at the situation? And I'm not saying that with every dog that is hyperactive, you have to find them a home on a ranch. No, um, it's very possible that you just also need to shift a little bit. But if it just goes totally against your grain to add more activity to your life or add another person um, to the schedule that would deliver that for your dog, that's maybe when you just want to ask, hey, are we compatible? So that's all. I'm, I'm not saying do one thing or the other, but ask questions, be in the question, and please get over the fact that this might be a bad thing, which a lot of times that's what we're told. That is the fact. You know, if you give up your animal, you're bad. So everywhere you've decided that, will you destroy non-creative, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Again, we allow ourselves to do that with people, but not with our animals. Why? Our animals also have choice. And if they want to be somewhere else, they may actually amp up some bad behaviors so that we will choose to find them a new place or give them up. They have been around the block too. They know. And I'm not saying every animal that's misbehaving is looking for a new person. That is not true either. So don't come to that conclusion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. The only way that you will know what's going on for your situation is if you actually ask questions. So everything that doesn't allow you to perceive, know, be, and receive what's going on for your animal, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And if you need somebody else to help you with that, call a friend, somebody who doesn't necessarily align and agree with you, but somebody who will ask you some tough questions. And maybe then you can come to that, which is the sense of peace. So when you have a sense of peace, that is usually a choice that you can make that will grant you and your animal a greater future. And you can always ask, so is what is our future going to be like if, if we separate? What is our future going to be like if we stay together? And just perceive the difference in energy and you can follow that too. So everything that is times a gazillion, will you destroy non-creative please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I realize I just went into that a lot. So um, please know not every situation that is tough needs to end that way. I just wanted to give you also that as an option. Um, so back to basically that dog that is constantly on the move, needs to work. One of the things is too, you can, you can look up some ways to, um, do some mind exercises with your dog. Exercising the mind does not replace a walk, but it can also, mental stimulation can also get the dog satisfied and fatigued in a way, because the dog is not just a running machine. The dog also has a brain. So if he has to use his brain, that will also um, put him in a place of where he is satisfied. And then with that also can calm down. So whatever you can do to create that, um, please do that. 
So everything that doesn't allow that times a gazillion, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So Carol, what other things can you give us? Oh yeah, so um, please don't make your dog wrong for being anxious and hyperactive. It is not about right or wrong. It is not about um, something that, y you know, is quote-unquote a problem that you have to solve. What if you actually acknowledged that your dog is hyperactive or anxious or whatever and just acknowledged it first? If you were truly just to acknowledge it and go, okay, cool. Um, and then you can see if it's something that can be changed because sometimes it cannot be changed. Sometimes it is really just how this animal is wired. And it would be like asking a tiger to change his stripes. It doesn't work like that. You have to be willing to go, okay, who am I dealing with here? So is this an issue that comes from the past or some other lifetime? Or is this how you are wired? Is this how you are? And please, when you, when you are asking that question, ask the body of the animal, because the body is the one that needs the exercise, that needs to run and move. The spirit of the dog, that's a different story. It doesn't require exercise. So ask the body. And if you, in regardless, please don't scold your dog for being hyperactive. See what you can do to create more ease with that for you and for your dog. But it's not about making that wrong. So everywhere you've been making that wrong or making you wrong for not being able to solve it so far, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Time's a gazillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So Carol, what else about being anxious and or hyperactive. Yeah, so <clears throat> I get that it is really uh, important that you do ask your dog what type of activity really works for her and so that you have a sense of that. Because not all dogs just like to go for walks. Some dogs are... You know, they, they, they like to do other things as well. They like to do more athletic things. They may be, there's, um, you know, agility training and things like that too, where it's really about, um, also showing the, the flexibility and, um, yeah, and also the, the capacity that a dog has athletically. Um, so agility might be one thing. And there's also a lot of training that could be really fun. Look into that. You know, um, there's dancing with your dog. I mean, there are so many things out there now that you can play with and really see what could also be fun for you that might be a challenge for your dog and would give them more of that quiet in their in their muscles, <laughs> so to speak. It's not in their muscles, but you know what I mean. It's like if you are asking somebody who is a complete athlete to sit still all day, it doesn't work. So if you have a dog like that, please know that there is some activity your dog is asking for, and it's more than a half hour walk. You know, a lot of, a lot of these dogs need two plus hours a day to um, really have a sense of, 
uh, in their body. And again, it doesn't all have to be walking, but some form of movement, some form of mental stimulation should be also involved in that. Um, and I'm, I'm not giving that as a, as a number that you should follow, but it's more that I often hear from people when I say, well, do you walk your dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk them twice a day. Well, how, how far is your walk? when you take them out. Oh, I, I take them around the block. Well, how long does that take? 10 minutes. And you're doing that twice a day. Yes. So <clears throat> a lot of people think that is a lot already, but to many dogs, that's nothing. And you have to acknowledge that, you know, some, some dogs could be marathon runners. Basically, they just have that capacity and their muscles are built that way. And their whole, their whole structure is built that way. And so what can you do to accommodate some of that? You are not probably going to run a marathon with them every day, but what part of that can you accommodate and what part of that could you maybe give to somebody else to um, to fulfill? Cool. So everything that brought up times a gazillion, will you destroy non-creative, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, so... All right. Um, let's see. So, Carol, anything else for this subject? She's talking about being kind to yourself with all that. So, please be kind to you. This is not about you're wrong, the dog is right, or the dog is wrong and you're right. What if you had some kindness towards you? but also towards your dog and you lowered all your walls and barriers that you have built up from frustration and you just pushed them all down and you were willing to acknowledge that there is a different possibility and everything that doesn't allow that will you destroy and create it please right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds okay what else? Well, cool. I guess that's it for today. I hope that uh, you got something out of this and you enjoyed this. And um, yeah, maybe I will also at some point cl create a clearing loop for anxious dogs. What would that take? <laughs> I have one for noise sensitive dogs, but I don't have one yet for anxious dogs. So maybe Carol will help me to see uh, what clearings might help to change some of that. And, um, and again, that would really only be when the anxiety and and the um, hyperactivity comes from some kind of decision that dog made in another lifetime or in this lifetime, and not so much from the fact that they are just an athlete. Okay, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Conversations with Dog. Mm.